0: And, you know, even like what you're saying, like, you know, even sometimes when I find myself in those situations, I will say like, you know, there are those like, you know, I gotta tell you, like, we don't, we have a very minimal amount of like black friends out here. You know, I have my personal ones, like the homies, you know, and stuff like yeah. that, but like other couples and stuff like that. Same so way. like we, yeah. there may be like you know, maybe one or two regularly see, but, you know, it's predominantly white or Hispanic out here most of the time. Um, So a lot of the times, you know, I, I'm i the one that feels uncomfortable. One, because, like, all of the men, typically their fashion out here is the exact same. Like, it's a golf polo, cargo shorts, maybe, like, some type of T-shirt, you know, whatever. It's, it's typically the same. So they all mm-hmm. view each other as, like, Hey, I relate to him. I I understand him because he looks like me, and yeah. it's not even necessarily color. Like even some of the black guys and stuff like that, they dress the exact same way. But like, they don't feel. I think sometimes the way I dress sometimes makes people feel that like I'm either above or I'm immature, yeah. and I hate yeah. I hate when I can't tell the difference. Yeah. If I walk in wearing a tie, oh man, everybody is like showing like the most respect of all time now if I walk in wearing I could be wearing a $300 kid hoodie it doesn't mean nothing to anybody because all they see is a a super duper colorful hoodie that just says "Kith." they don't know what that is and then even if you try to like hey what is this oh Kith. you know it's like a New York based brand you know a guy right they don't know nothing about any of this stuff like so it's just like (laughs) I just sound like ridiculous you know like Oh, you know, Ronnie Fieg. I'm like explaining all this. Oh, they did a collaboration with this. If I walked in anywhere, if I walked to a now let's let's talk environments. If I walked to a sneaker con and I'm wearing a Bart Simpson Kith sweater, ooh, look at that cat. If I wore a Bart Simpson sweater to, you know, we're going to dinner with a couple, like why are you wearing Bart Simpson? Like, were you a child? Like, you know. <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> you know, and then I I would never do that. You never. know, I would be like, never. never. I would never step out you know it doesn't matter what it is like i can be like oh this simpson shirt costs 255 dollars though it doesn't matter it's Bart simpson on a skateboard yeah or whatever he's on and that's it that's all people see you know
1: yeah yeah i feel like i gotta make those decisions too and that sort of like really reflects or affects what i buy because you know i you know i think i had bought some kit the the captain kith collaboration the t-shirts and i was like oh these are cool these are fire right and then like they got in my closet and i would never have a situation to wear them you know and like it's like i well i'm gonna wear this to parent teacher conference no i can't wear that there i can't wear it to work i can't wear it where am i gonna wear it right like i'm not in enough situations and you know connecticut is kind of like arizona where we don't have a lot of sneaker events if any and if I'm and I, don't even, to one, I don't even like going to sneaker events. I keep yeah, saying that, but like,
0: I don't even like going to that event,
1: you know. <laughs> like, like, you know, because you're a dad and you work like I do, and you have to deal with you know your children when you come home. It's like exhausting to think about one more thing, right? One oh more thing God, that I'm gonna yeah. that I'm gonna do. Like I always do stuff and then I'm happy that I did it. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not gonna buy this kid's shirt with Bart Simpson on it because ultimately. I'm not going to save it for that one event that I might go to possibly in the future. Right. Like, it just doesn't make sense for me, you know, and I'm not going to wear it enough around the house for me to feel like I got my money's worth out of it. Not when I could go buy a banana Republic plain tee for, you know, right. 10% of the price. Right. So, so I feel like I'm always making those sort of, I think clothing decisions when I'm going to buy stuff. And, and that's why like, like Kith, I feel like I was I was bigger into them before everything they did was a collaboration because I felt like you know I could buy something that's plain that's just kids that's very simple and that was Ronnie and like you know there's there's a lot of brands like that that I don't feel like I can I can jump into because I you know I just I'm like where am I gonna wear this I can't wear this like
0: when like when we like we you talk about the collaborations and stuff like that like It does feel that way. I never really cared about it too much because I would never buy it anyways, but it was like, there was a point when Ronnie did the first Coca-Cola collaboration and he had the Chuck Taylors. Mm -hmm. Man, I wanted those Coca-Cola Chuck Taylors. But it was like, why? Like, (laughs) why would I want to wear Coca-Cola like that? Like, and, and I tried to even trick myself. I tried to tell myself like, oh, it's just like wearing... Uh, Nike, it's just like it just says Coca Cola, but it just didn't that's fit not. in my growth of a person. When I see Kith, and I hate that word, we'll talk LL Bean with the peanut, you know, with like when people would do like the I'm sorry, the Todd Snyder like the peanut collaboration. When I saw stuff like that, you know, I I was like, man, I think that's super dope, but like, I don't want it to just be a Charlie Brown peanut shirt like yes this might be way more than the, the peanut shirt that they sell at old navy but it doesn't mean that if i'm not in an environment to do so now a lot of people will listen to this show and say oh who cares where would you like where would you like yeah. no it, it's just not that simple yeah. i love i love og mitchell and Ness jerseys i used to buy the mitchell and Ness throwbacks all the time when i was younger now that like I, not some, I, some of the baseball ones now and like every once in a while you'll catch like a batting practice jersey on sale for like 45 bucks oh cool I'll, I'll throw 45 I'm not gonna pay 150 mm-hmm. pay 45 bucks and then I get it I wear it once and I feel so immature like yeah. I'm talking I got my kids and it's like why am I wearing this I'm not even out of baseball like, why am I wearing this baseball jersey like, I wouldn't even wear a baseball jersey to a baseball game like. but I'm wearing it <laughs> I'm wearing it in my everyday life you know what I mean and yeah
1: I've
0: been I've been trying to when it comes to fashion I was never into buying a lot of brand shirts like undefeated and stuff like that I feel like brands right now have done a good job to make you feel like oh shoot that undefeated shirt looks good like to have it modeled good on the website it's like oh, okay I could wear that with some chinos if I wanted to and Throw on a van or throw on a Vapor Max or something and look okay. Yeah. And then I'll and then I'll get it and I will wear it sometimes. But I find myself putting on clothes. I don't know how when you get dressed. I put the shirt on and then I'm like, oh my god, take this back off. Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let me throw. You know oh, let me throw this undefeated. I bought this one shirt just to wear with Air Tech Challenge Two. It was a tennis undefeated, big old tennis ball in the shirt, and I was like, ooh, got it. Put it on oh God, i take this off. Like it just wasn't, it didn't yeah, feel like yeah. me. So then I started ending up buying, which made no sense. Like, well, I mean, I guess it does for my style. I started spending a lot more money on plain shirts, like an all gray t-shirt. Like yeah, I'll buy an yeah. all gray t-shirt that's like $85. And it's like, mm, like it's irresponsible because there's so many gray t-shirts out there but I I like the quality a little bit more. I started kind of like buying more. I used to buy a lot of uh, Come de Gaussan shirts because I was like, oh, it's plain. And it got a little hard in the corner. And, you know, they were a little bit pricey. Um, but then it was like, once I had got the basics, like black, green, and white, then I was like, oh, I'll get the yellow, then the green, then the blue. And I was like, oh my God. Now I'm stuck with lime green these lime green shirts, they're like, I can't wear these all the time, you know, and when you wear stuff like that, it's hard to decipher when the last time you had wore it, or how many times you don't want to be that person, like, man, every time I see him, he's got that on, so, you know, I I will say, like, you know, I'm not, like, I don't say I'm envious, because I love my life and where I am, but, like, you know, you get a little envious, you see the young bucks out here, they get to wear whatever they want, you know, do whatever they want sometimes, you know, so.
1: I feel like, you know, I see I see jerseys all the time and I'm always like, oh I'm gonna rock that. Like I could kill that. Like Boston to the Boston Red Sox, right? They just came out with that right. yellow and blue right. jersey. I'm like, that's fire. But I can't wear it. And I know I won't. And I know I can't. So like I'm right. not, you know, like it's 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 kind of disappointing that I can't that I can't pursue things like that anymore. But um I don't know, like I kind of get happy with the basics, but at the same time, like you said, once you get the black, the gray, the white, you know, what's left, where are you at after that. And so, you know, that's I think for me that's kind of why sneakers is like the big thing, because I can do so much with that and I can do so much versatility. And I feel like, you know, to go back to your question about why I stray away from Nike, I feel like when I do a colorful Asics or I do a colorful New Balance, it's a lot easier to justify that with a basic outfit than it is to do that with a Jordan. I always, or or a Nike, like I feel like with a Nike or a Jordan, if it's, if it's outlandish, if there's a lot of color, um, it's really hard to pull off and not kind of feel like I'm very like I'm really immature or I just went on Nike site and just bought the loudest thing I could find. Right? And
0: so <laughs> all right.
1: That, that is sort of one of the things that's also just kind of pushes me away from, from buying from Nike all the time. Um, it's just not feeling yeah. like, like everyone has access to it. Everyone's buying it. And so like, it's, it doesn't feel like it was creative. Like I thought about what I was buying enough when I bought it,
0: yeah, like I, I feel that way with hats, you know, hats and sneakers like if my shirt and pants are really plain or basic, then my shoes and my hat, they'll, they'll do just fine, you know, Um, and, and I've learned to like just kind of like understand that that's like my style now. I think that was probably the hardest part about style was having to get to a point to where you have to adopt a certain style, you know, I was so used when I was younger to where we could flip it. You could flip it. You know, one day I'm wearing a a hoodie that's like covered in skeleton bones or whatever LRG at that time. Then the next week I could wear um, a baseball, I mean, a base basketball throwback, you know, you ain't never seen before. Then I could come back and wear, you know, a Ralph Lauren polo, you know, then I could bring it back to a, you know, whatever, you know. Now it's like you'll have those moments. So like you talk about that Boston jersey, Boston hasn't worn another color like that ever you know like it was like whoa that's kind of crazy like I don't even know if like even if you're not a Boston fan seeing that it was like huh you know so it's like one of those things where it's like man you kind of feel like you want it like I want a piece of that and you might be able to wear it one day and feel super duper good about it which always happens like I will buy something that like I know I shouldn't and I'll wear it, and I'll be like, ooh, I felt good all day. Like, I felt like my fit was fire all day. Like, I felt good. Then I'll go buy another one, and then I'm like, okay, this sucks now, and now the one that I thought was fire, it sucks now, too, and it's like, okay. (laughs) I had no business buying this, and then I find myself like, like, I I like on Urban Outfitters. I like stuff on Urban Outfitters. It's like basic stuff. Sometimes it fits a little weird. You're not too sure with some of the brands, but like, I'll go on there and I'll see something. And, you know, when it comes to fashion as well, you know, I'll tell you this when it comes to fashion, which happened to me when I was younger with banana Republic. So you talked about like being younger and wasn't able to buy certain things until you made like a certain amount of money out here. One of the things with Arizona is like I said, there is no style out here. Like the style out here is just kind of freelance, whatever it's, it, it is, it's not a, it isn't like, a, oh, everybody's out here professional. Everyone's out here casual. There's a lot of, the style out here is be as, try not to be hot. That's the style. So like a lot of places like Banana Republic, J Crew, your GAPs and things like that, they don't draw a ton of crowds with adults. With your kids, like Kids Gap, oh, Kids Gap is, is popping, you know, but since it's connected it to GAP, it goes out of business too. Um, so like a Banana Republic out here, People aren't—it's a golf, polo, golf type out here field. They're not gonna go in there and buy a thick, you know, uh, bun down t-shirt, bun down shirt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like when I was younger, I'm talking going to work when I was in college. You know, going to places. You know, I was wearing Banana Republic in college and high school. You know, because I could go into Banana Republic and go find a, a, a fire button down dress shirt it'd be like 18 you know what i mean regular 99 you know and it used to be like that nobody nobody in the state of arizona well there are some but like it is not popular in arizona to have expensive dress clothes you know what i mean like yeah. it's like what for i'll just wear this pga tour golf polo you know you know um i don't know how like you know like even with like polo you know like I was, when I went to D.C. and worked, all my suits were Ralph Lauren. A Ralph Lauren suit isn't cheap, okay? But you know what? Nobody out here wants to wear a suit because it's a, it's too hot. So I bought all my Ralph Lauren suits were regular, like, $700. I got them for, like, $150. You know, I had to get them tailored and stuff. A sweater. I can go right now to buy a sweater because it's already getting hot here. It's in the 90s here already. It got to 100 on Easter. I can go buy a Banana Republic sweater, cashmere sweater, probably for like $25 right now and just save it for when it gets cold. Back East, a cashmere sweater is like gold, you know, it's like that's, you know, so it's it, 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 it's crazy how fashion works that way, you know, depending on where you're at, it's going to be, it's going to be different, you know, like out here, it's hard to find mediums in t-shirts because everybody's worth buying the t-shirts. Finding a 33, 32 in the waist is almost impossible out here when it comes to pants. You know.
1: A lot of, a lot of what you said is very reflective of where where you are and where I am. And what just a lot of people in our age range are, you know, I think we we grew up in the era of sneakers. Michael Jordan made it popular for us. And so, you know, the sneaker, the sneaker casual combo is something that is part of who we are, just in terms of, you know, our generation, like you said, tattoos, you know, we made tattoos the thing and that life cycle, we're not gonna see until, you know, we're in our 80s or whatever. And so, you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting that even though, you know, you're across the country, you sort of have the same thought process that I have when it comes to buying something, um, and I think it's just reflective of where you are in your life. And a lot of people that may listen to this are a lot younger and can get away with a lot more. Like I see Rico, you know, and he's a lot younger than we are. Maybe not that much younger, but younger enough so that he doesn't have to think about some of the things that we have to calculate, you know, when we're right. someplace. some and so I'm always kind of like, man, I wish I could wear that. <laughs> man, that's so but I can't. And I can't and I and I, and I can't I could buy it, but I can't wear
0: it. Right. You can't wear it like like a Rico could wear it. You know, I see some of the Eric Emanuel shorts and I'm like, ooh, them is fire. Yeah. I I have to carry my wallet, my keys. I gotta probably carry a, a pack of goldfish. I gotta carry, you know, I gotta carry a bunch of stuff. I can't wear hoop shorts, you know what I mean like i gotta you know my daughter is you know she's in preschool but she's still like oh pick me up i gotta pick her up carry her you know there are times where it's like oh i want to put on a button up shirt like a short sleeve version of a button up shirt i'll put that on but then like we go out and then my daughter's like oh pick me up okay i gotta carry her now and we're walking through the the place i'm holding her and then my my son is out of control hey come here sit your butt down you know i gotta I got to do all these extra things that people don't have to, which is why, like, you know, you can see a Rico or you can see a Mike, you know, the camp out. You can see them like, hey, I'm throwing this today, throwing this today, cool. And a, and a bag, I'm good. Because they don't have to, like, not to, not to minimalize their lives or their responsibilities, but, like, they don't got to, like, go pick up the kids from school and then deal with sitting in the car because the parking lot's packed full of parents. And then you leave there, then you got to figure out dinner, and then, like, you know, you just can't – you don't have to take care of yourself. You got to feed everybody, you know. It ain't just, like, let me go pick my elf, myself up something. And then it's like, all right, that's done. Then you got to do bath time. Then bedtime. And then you got to try to find time to go to the gym or you'll die because they are older now. Like, it's just so much things that, like, you know what? I need new clothes now. Let me go buy, like you said, oh, man, those jeans fit perfect. Let me go buy four of them. Let me buy the black – Two blues and and and, and, a, and a brown pair. Let me buy all of those because I know they fit. Uh, I saw a couple things online that were okay. Let me grab those two. Now with sneakers and hats, okay, I'll go buy fifteen hats and I'll go buy a group of sneakers because I know how to do those yeah. clothes nowadays. Like I mean, we're older; our body's just different. <laughs> like you know, I eat a I eat a sandwich now, and my stomach feels like I ate a bowling ball. You know what I mean? I eat a, I eat a full course meal. Me and the wife go to date night. And I eat a steak, an appetizer, some dessert, have a drink, man. It feels like I had my last supper. Like, I, I, yeah. Like I feel like I'm about to head to the electric chair, you know? I, oh no, we, I, I got to lay down. I'm about to die. Like I'm, I'm checking my heart, my pulse. I ate so much, you know, when you get a certain age, you know? So it, 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 it's amazing that way, but it, it's something that like I love and I'll never change. And, you know, I will say this though. I, about social media and stuff like i do it makes me cringe sometimes when i do see people which is why i think we don't do it when i see people that are like my age dressing a certain way because i view them that way and i hate that i do that because it's messed up you know but i'd be like yo why is this this man gotta be about 45 years old what is he doing with this you know whatever On i don't know his life but that's how i look at it you know uh, And then I also, and I hate to say this, Dave, I, I really do, but, like, Arizona is a, there ain't a lot of black people out here, okay? So then, when I wear a jersey, to them, it's like, well, he's black, you know? It's like, that's what they do, you know? And, and it's like, if I wear a pair of purple shoes, well, you know, they like to spice it up a bit, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: just the way it is you know, it, and like yeah it is the east coast we are you know really close to new york and everything else but you know there's the circles that i travel in like you there's just there aren't as many black people as you know as there are some places and so right i'm always weary of becoming that stereotype because i chose to do something that that i feel like be, falls into that stereotypical group. Like like you said, like the the purple shoes. Okay, I'm not going to wear that or that hat, you know, or right. a jersey because I don't want to wear a jersey because I don't want to be like, oh yeah, he's wearing a jersey because he's black. Like black people love jerseys. Like I'm not, right. like I like it because I like it and I don't want, but I don't want that to be conflated with some stereotypical feeling about how you feel about me. So like I do kind of steer away from that that's, yeah
0: and, and i don't want anybody to listen to this and take this as like oh man like where would you want be yourself who cares what they think no 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 trust me we do what we want to do mm-hmm. but when you're in the environments that we in as much as we are at times it will make you feel uncomfortable or out of place i tell people this all the time when i was in when i was in college i would be in a room of 500 plus students I was the only black person in the entire class. Okay, so now that I'm the only entire, now that I'm now that I'm the only black person in this entire classroom of 500, and I'm also the one that I don't ever wear flip flops. Everybody in the room wear flip flops. They all look and dress the exact same. I got on a Ron Harper 1990 Cavaliers throwback on, and a baseball hat, and a white do rag. Now, that's my style. That is mine. But I'm going to give you an understanding that it did put me in a box. And when it came down to like, hey, everybody, I need you to get into a group of 10 people to work on a, on a business plan for our class of a project. They didn't want to work with me because, and now I'm not trying to say that like, that's how it should have been. But like, I had the do-rag on, the, the, I had the hat, tipped. I mean, I'm talking, I was in class like this, tipped throwback, white durag tied to the side, durag strings hanging. Even though I was one of the smartest, if not the smartest in the classroom, it didn't matter. And it was like, well, I'm in the group with him. Oh, shoot, he ain't going to do nothing. Come to find out, I had to do all the work and do everything. You know what I mean? But it's just a natural progression when you get older. Anybody younger listening to this, they're not going to understand that. They just won't understand it because you have to have a certain level of accomplishment in your life like, I have done it all. I did everything that you will call cookie cutter right. me. I met my, my, my wife, my girlfriend in college. We never lived together ever before marriage. I stayed at home until we got married. I did like what we were all told to do. I got married, got a home. We had a child it, together. We, I did all that essential stuff. I, I I had a career. I did an internship. I'm in my career. I've been in my career for 13 years now. I didn't have job, 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 job. No, no, no. I started my career. You know what I mean? I was working in D.C. I was going to be a lobbyist. I was really out there on Capitol Hill. I was in the Capitol. I was on Rayburn. I was in the yard. I was with the uh, people writing speeches and doing stuff like that. I was my first time going to Boston. Was traveling up with you know Bakari Sellers, helping him write a speech on stuff that we were speaking on in, in Boston and Massachusetts and stuff like that. Like I've done some real professional things that. I'm sorry. I just wasn't in a lot of places where like it progressed how it should have. Like, yes, jerseys and stuff in college, high school. Cool. But then I grew up like I grew up. And now that I am settled in my career and settled in my life and settled in who I am as a person and as a father, I like to dabble here and there. Oh, look at that. Ivy Brand with the tie dye. That joint is fire. I'm going to go ahead and cop that and dabble in it. Let me tell you something. We were staying at the Waldorf Astoria in California. I mean, I think I might have been, I saw two other black people there, all right? And when the other black guy saw me, no joke, David, he goes, what's up, brother? What's up, my man? <laughs> excited to see me. And my wife goes, I told my wife, I said, you saw that, right? She said, oh, yeah, he had to make sure. He was excited to see you. Now, I'm wearing the Ivy brand at the pool. The picture I posted, I'm at the pool. This is a resort. I'm talking. This place was expensive. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna brag. I'm. I'm proud of how much work me and my wife have done as a couple to be able to do stuff like that on a private beach and stuff like that. I'm proud of it, and I want that for everybody who, who you know. And I'm wearing the Ivy Brand shirt, the sweater with the tie dye. I still got looks like, like boy, that's interesting. I, I did. Now you can say, okay, nobody was. No, trust me, they were. They looked like, well, that's bright. They did. It didn't matter that we could all afford to stay in the same resort and hotel. It didn't matter. They still saw something, but I enjoyed it and I liked it because it was my style. It was me. My kids were were dressed, wearing polo and, and, and Scotty Pippins and stuff. You know, they were, my, my daughter had a beautiful dress on and her little, you know, whatever shoes my wife buys and melissa whoever whatever you know what i mean so it's just like a progression of growth when it comes to fashion it's like you can throw on your hoop shorts when you don't got a lot to do today you can't throw on your hoop shorts david if you gotta go you know venture off with the kids go see the in-laws go do this just hoop shorts just ain't it right now you know what i mean and when it comes to holidays I judge it up a little bit more. You know, I wear something really nice on the holidays. When I was younger, I throw on a hoodie. I'm sitting on the couch. I ain't got to do nothing. No, I now have to go pick up people. I got to go pick up a turkey. I got to do this. So, like, I want to look presentable. I want to match the holiday. I want to match the feeling. I don't want to just throw on my Cowboys jersey because the Cowboys play the Redskins on Thanksgiving, like always, or the Washington football team. My bad. You know, the DMV, whatever they call it, you know. So, <laughs> It is what it is. And I and I and I hope people listen to this and say, like, man, I, I understand it. I get it. You know? Like I, I, I try not to judge anybody anymore, you know. Everybody has those moments when you're younger, and you judge people. Oh, what are they wearing? What are you doing? Man, it doesn't even matter anymore. You see somebody wearing a pair of gray sweats, you're like, ew, but them gray sweats might have cost two thousand dollars. Like, who knows? <laughs> like, who knows now. So
1: the, the good thing about fashion is it, it's at a place right now where everything, everything could cost whatever, everything could be upscale, everything could be, you know, something they got at Walmart or something they bought at Louis Vuitton. It doesn't really, you know, you can't really tell the difference unless you're really, really in tune to everything, which I don't think anyone really can be.
0: Right. Um, but I think- Well, you know, that, you know, I'm sorry, real quick to go back to what you said earlier when we started the show. You had said that like you listen to other shows and like even us, we don't talk about clothes a lot on our show. And that's because one thing I love about sneakers is because you can go on social media, you can go out, you can do a lot of stuff and see the most fire sneakers on people's feet and they can't dress whatsoever. So that's what kind of bonds a lot of people when it comes to sneakers. Me and George, George isn't a clothes person. He just doesn't and he, he cares but he doesn't care like I would care you know what I mean George could buy 500 white t-shirts 500 gray t-shirts and he's good the rest of his life you know he's fine with that you know what I mean now he'll buy some cool pants you know some you know and his stuff always fits good George dress is good but it's nothing
1: bro. don't get it twisted George could dress oh no no <laughs>
0: see I tell George that I say George can dress when George feels like dressing You know, I'll post a picture of George, George, he can dress, you know, but, you know, it's just not like a topic of importance, you know, to like him and and things like that. But like sneakers and stuff like that, you know, you can easily relate to. I I do feel like, you know, when it comes to, you know, clothes, clothes is something that like I, I view as some viewing as extra work, you know, it's hard, you know. I'll look at some of like the Ivy brand stuff and I and I'll look at it and I'll say, like, I don't know if I could wear that. Like, I'm not sure if I can, you know. I said I would love to. Now, the one that I just bought recently, that that one that I wore in that picture, I had to have that joint was just fire. Cause yeah. I have the other tie-dye one that has the fox on the back. I have the green and purple one. And um, I liked it, but I was like, I don't know if I could wear this all the time. You know what I mean? Um, and but like, you know, when it like I said, like. You know, it's one of those things where, like, with me, I try to find time to think about it as much as I can, but I don't want to be paralyzed by it. You can go in your closet and be paralyzed with like what I want to wear. I already have the issue with sneakers; I can't have it with clothes too. No, no.
1: That's why the basics are always really safe for me. You know, like I, I'll wear a blue crew neck, I'll wear a black crew neck, I'll wear a gray sweatshirt. You know what I mean? And it's not gonna, it's not gonna make me feel like I'm either going to pay a price if I go somewhere wearing that or right. out of place, you know, and that's, and that's always key for me. And, and it's not about like not being afraid of being who I am or, you know, where, wearing what I like and all of that. It's more about paying a price for it. Like, I think, I think people underestimate the fact that you pay a price sometimes, whether you believe it or not, for wearing certain things in certain places. Like, you know, like I could, I could wear certain things at work. And yeah, I'm not gonna lose my job, but I might not get invited back to a meeting that really, you know, that really would have an impact, but that would really help advance my career if I show up looking a certain way. And yeah, I may like what I wear, but at the same time, I'm gonna pay a price for it. And people, you know, I think a lot of younger younger people don't understand that yet. And I think there's a generational thing that we that we definitely learned and we accepted that, okay, certain things are you know are accepted certain things are not accepted and I think there's a push I think there's a generational push going on right now too where you know the younger generation is just like hey there are certain things that you got to accept about us that our generation didn't push for and that the generation before us wouldn't accept from us right so like like tattoos was that thing that we said hey you're gonna accept this this is what we're gonna this is what we're gonna do and you're gonna to have to deal with it and like the next generation is like oh tattoos that's nothing here's what we're saying you got to accept you know in the workplace and I'm yeah. all over the place you know where they're you know they're dying their hair they're doing I mean I'm dying my hair but they're doing all kinds right, of stuff, right? <laughs> so like so like they're doing all kinds of stuff and they're saying you got to accept this and like I think Dude. you know hey it's a generational shift but I'm still in a position where they still need me. I'm not, I'm not LeBron. I'm not like one of these people where I could get away with, you know, not right. being, you know, with being so valuable that I can do whatever I want. Like, I'm still, I'm still beholden to somebody. And uh, so Dave, you. I mean, you just,
0: you just made the absolute perfect point. Like it's a generational thing. It is. I, I, so like in my position that I'm in, like, I have quite a bit of power. I hire people. I make decisions. Like I make a lot of decisions on stuff. And I remember we were in this thing, like where we're forced to take these like classes and take these classes on, you know, how to hire people and do things like that. And we got into the biggest argument in this class because, and maybe it was inappropriate for me to make the comment, but it was how I was raised, how you were raised, how we were raised professionally at work. I wasn't, I'm not hiring nobody with a tattoo on their neck in certain <laughs> positions. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I'm not doing that right now. And I don't want to say that in, in a discriminative, like, tentative manner. It's just that, and, and it's not the tattoos itself. It's where they're located. Like, we have employees that work in certain sectors of our area because they're considered maybe blue collar or they're not amongst people often. They got tattoos on their neck, face back of their head they got stuff like that now coming into an office setting a professional setting where we have meetings we do press conferences we do like serious stuff I'm sorry but the guy with you know his girlfriend's tattoo on the back of his neck you know like that goes up the side of his jawline something that is widely accepted yet now this person back when we were growing up person with tattoo on jawline face you were scary oh you're not scary anymore you just got a tattoo on your face you just make bad decisions to me okay but we got into that argument about because i said oh i'm sorry you come into my you sit in front of me asking for a job and you got a tattoo on your face i'm sorry i'm you might not i'm sorry you might not get it and they were like you're crazy this is art they were yelling this is art you're insane and i said see You're 22. Like, you're 22, and when I see you, I say to myself, man, you didn't just get that yesterday. You've had that for a while. You make bad decisions, okay? Like, you make decisions that I don't feel that are are smart and wise. Like, you're going to have to come in here in damn near a tuxedo for me to take you serious with a tattoo up the side of your head. I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like that or be that guy, but that's how we were brought up. Professionally, now is it getting more accepted? Sure, you got sleeve tattoos. Okay, I ain't tripping. Tattoos on your fingers, I ain't tripping. You know, on your arms, shoulders, your legs. If you wear a short, I ain't tripping off of that at work. If you wear a polo shirt and you got sleeve tattoos, I ain't tripping. That's cool. That's fine. Me, like I, I want sleeve tattoos one day. I think I'm, beating my point of getting them. But you're not, or you're not. That, that to me is a little bit different than like you come in and you. You got a skull in the middle of your neck right here. That's a little different yeah. than if you had the skull on your elbow. It yeah. Wouldn't bother me. Oh my God, they just lost their minds on me. They were like, "Yeah, I thought I could." And I said, "There's a there's a stark difference. Our generation, I'm sorry, our parents, before tattoos, it was earrings.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: had I had to, I finally the only way I was able to get to my first earring, in the left ear, I got my first one was because my uncle, who was a year older than me, he was able to convince my grandpa, his dad, to let him get one. My dad viewed it as my dad, my grandpa was a deacon in a church. So my dad was like, okay, well, if your grandpa let your uncle get it, then fine, I'll be fine with one. So then we both had one, but then he got two. My dad was not having it with two earrings, like he wasn't having it. So then we found this barber shop who was illegally piercing ears because you had to be 18 so we went to the barber shop he pierced my other ear so now let me tell you this david this is living in arizona it was a hundred plus every day in order to hide that second earring i wore a beanie every single day david my head smelled like the bottom of the ocean like My head smelled crazy. I had to smell my head all day because I was trying to hide that second earring from my dad. That little hump of earrings was major when it came into certain families. It was like men, two earrings. What are you insane? Men, one earring? What are you nuts? Then it went to like, then it was like, but we even had before earrings. It was like sagging pants, you know, sagging pants in California was like gang culture but it was also like style, you know what I mean? But people weren't ready to accept it yet because sagging pants did start on that lower level of game culture. That's who you saw doing it. You know, technically the quote unquote bad people were the ones sagging, but we like, it was cool. So we had to get over that hump, then earrings and then, you know, extended fashion. My mom didn't even want me wearing clothing that had a lot of skulls on it and and then fire and stuff like that. Like, I mean, we had the most Ed Hardy and Christian Audigier clothes of all time, and my mom was like, "Why are you wearing that skull? That got a snake crawling out the eye, and on the back is a bat, and it's on fire, and it's glittery, and it's got it got Swarovski crystals on it." Like we was out here, all right? Like we were wearing the big Jim Jones skull belt buckles. Like we looked, we was wild, all right. So, like every generation has these humps, and like you said like I had said earlier, we're that generation to where we're not going to see what all these tattoos look like until we get old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we forget Pharrell them. Pharrell them had all the tattoos and stuff. And Pharrell's like pretty close to 50, maybe 40 something, mid 40s. That's not too far from us. No. So it's like these original people in our era of growing up, they're the, the test subjects. Like, man, I can't wait to see what Pharrell, when he gets 70, what all those tattoos on his net look like. Now Pharrell is, an example because he's young forever. I don't know how he does it. But you know what I mean? Like all of our athletes, you oh, know.
1: Yeah, yeah. no. I, you know the hearing thing is is real though, because my so my wife got this part of her ear pierced. Yeah. Maybe like maybe like a year, not even a year ago. It was nine months ago. Like nine months ago. And she was still like, Oh, my parents gonna have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 35 she got a kid like we own a house like what are you so like you know what i'm saying like like the younger generation they really i think that they don't understand like you know that that we still in our minds are 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 compromising and and trying to figure out like okay what's the line and the people that were our parents that were sort of making the decisions about like hey this person is going to be in this position this person is able to move up those people are still there. Those people are still like for us who were, you know, in regular, you know, 9 to 5 jobs, like the people that have those sort of more rigid beliefs as far as like what you're wearing, what you look like. Right. Those people are still the managers. They're still sort of the higher-ups. We're not those people yet. So we're not setting the threshold. So I still have to abide by some level of decorum when I when I put on an outfit like you know, like I can't wear sweatpants to work. Like I just can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's not period. gonna happen, right? You know what I mean? Like I could pull off a really dark jean. I could pull off maybe a light jean on a Friday, but sweatpants, shorts, flip flops, yeah. nah, not going, not happening, right?
0: And- they they made they made specific rules, and it was because of me. Like we were allowed to wear jeans on Fridays and stuff like that, which has always been the standard, but we couldn't technically wear sneakers. But I would still go against it only because I just thought it was so stupid. Now, I will say that I'm quite, I have been at work like defiant on things. Like, you know, I'll wear a baseball hat. No one's ever told me not to. You know what I mean? I didn't see it bad. Sneakers, you know, I was told not to for a while. But then like, I think everyone started noticing the difference in my sneakers versus everyone else's. So they started saying like, okay, they started kind of setting these rules on them. They were like, your sneakers had to be really clean and stuff. They were like, okay, Greg's sneakers are always nice. Now we let everybody else wear sneakers. Y'all sneakers are beat and they're dirty and they're trash. They didn't want that. You know what I mean? So I did sort of like, you know, open the gate to like that type of thing, you know, at work, you know, understanding that even with like, um when it got cold, I didn't, I, I used to like to wear a hoodie, but I put a blazer over the hoodie. You know what I mean? Because it was like, you know I looked at that as like a East Coast you know thing like a, a it was always really like you watch movies and it was really trendy like a a, a hoodie with a blazer over it and like a, a satchel bag and a jean like it just looked really cool so like I started doing that and I remember it threw people off for a minute like through a hoodie and a, a blazer but like it was about how you wore it I wore it so confidently like no you just don't know about this this isn't new you just don't know about it so don't worry about it I'm going to wear it next week, too, in the week, and you'll get used to it. And then by the time you get used to it, it'll become normal to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. People look at fashion. A lot of people look at fashion when they see, like you said, like the dad sometimes will look at you like, oh, man, I wish I could do that. People look at fashion as if it's like unobtainable. It's hard to do. Like I used to watch movies, watch shows and see stuff and say, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to figure out how to do that. A lot of people are so stuck in like where they are that they don't realize like a H and M or you know a Zara or something exists where it's like okay this guy in the movie is wearing a, a Gucci trench coat now I can't buy that Gucci trench coat because it's about three thousand but I can go buy another trench coat from here and pull off the same look you know so it's like you know I think in Arizona Arizona one of those states that's always last to stuff like we're always first to know about it because we have access to more people than the people that they talk to. Like they use, people around Arizona, they use social media to actually like be social with their friends. Like they, we use social media for news. Like I don't, I follow Twitter. I'm on Twitter for news. I'm not on Twitter for nothing else. Like when news breaks, I hit Twitter, you know? So then it's like, I will see something that somebody here will never see in their life. You know, I'll throw on a jean jacket with a, a Mitchell and Ness baseball jersey. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, ah, I want to wear the jersey, but like, I kind of want to make it look a little fresher. I'll throw that on. I remember wearing shorts with a hoodie. People here was like, shorts with a hoodie? Like, make up your mind.
1: I'm like, ah,
0: ha, 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 ha. I get it. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha. I get the joke. Whatever. But, you know, like I said, you and I, I think like we both come from that same era, like, how we grow up, how we were raised, you know, even like to this day, nobody in my family drunk. I had that one uncle who drunk alcohol a lot, you know what I mean? But nobody, we weren't raised around that. We weren't raised around it. So like to this day, even though I'm pretty confident, my mom knows I drink, I would never take a sip of alcohol in front of my mom again. Like you said, your wife and the earring, you said your wife got the earring and she was worried. I would never, ma'am. if I was drinking a beer and my my wife, my mom came in, man, I'd throw that beer across the, I'd, get this out of here. I would never, I remember somebody told me, oh, be a man, drink. It doesn't matter if your mom. No, my mom didn't raise me that way. It's a respect thing. My mom isn't an idiot. She knows I drink. When she comes over here and watches the kids, she sees in the, in the pantry that there's a couple alcohol bottles in there. Like yeah. right? That ain't decoration. But I would never in my life pour up a drink. Mom comes over and pour up a drink like I'm the king of no 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 I, this might be my I might be the king of my house when, I'm, when my mom is over it's mom's rule I don't care I ain't I ain't just gonna whip out a cigar and start smoking a cigar or
1: something you know you can't start in front of mom like that like no nah. I feel you I feel you um well I think you know you you really uh, helped dive into this topic and I you know I, I I'm hoping that we could revisit. And talk about clothing a little bit more in the future, because um, I, I do think it's a I do think it's a it's a it's a thing that sneaker people overlook, and like even even though hats is starting to make a big come I don't want to say comeback, but like hats are starting to become like a thing again. You know, people right. are all on all into hats. I think fashion and like how your sneaker actually works with what you're wearing and and also who you are, which I think we really talked about who you are where you are in life is a big deal you know and um i i really appreciate you breaking it down i gotta um go eat some dinner my life is of course me too i appreciate i appreciate you taking some time today um we gotta chop it up more
0: oh of course man I, i appreciate you inviting me on man i love this like i love this i love this platform for this discussion like I feel like I can't have this with the podcast, you know, because it's really hard when people aren't in the studio. You know what I mean? And plus, I always feel like this incredible pressure to keep the topic on sneakers because we get so much pushback. I mean, we, if we say, "Yo, did you see that movie last week?" "Yo, stick to sneakers." I'm like, I, I'm a I'm a human being. I, I watch TV. I'm like, what the heck? Okay, we get it. You don't like that TV show. Move on. Yeah. I, I, I just can't look at sneakers all day. You know what I mean? So I like this platform, man. This is dope, man. Got, and, you know, I, I... I will
1: tell you this. I've some pushback. I'll get people that will say, oh, you guys didn't talk about this. Or how come you guys talked about this but didn't talk about that? And I'm like, you know, we got to follow the progression of the conversation. It's about, you know, it's it's sneaker discussions. It's, it's not like sneaker prescribed. We're going to hit on all these bullet points. So like... Yeah. Like, hey... You know, I think for a lot of people, they haven't, like for me, I'm in Connecticut. There's nobody else really in Connecticut. So I'm not having these interactions at all. So it's nice to be able to have just a sneaker discussion. And where it goes, it goes, you know, and that's, and I feel like that's, that's cool. And, and I, so I understand like how, you know, if you're talking about, hey, did you see that game last night? And like, you know, you're going to have to talk about, you want to talk about that. You guys are human, like you know, we're not going to just sit here and like think about sneakers and if, if late to sneakers, I'm going to turn it off. Like, that's crazy. right. So like, well, I, I, I used to see people like, if like, you
0: know, we, we would always try to do sports at the end of the podcast, but sometimes if it was something major, it'd be the first thing we talk about. I would see people like, yo, fast forward to the, the 25 minute point. I'm like, man, give me a break. Like it was a, it was a playoff game. Like, Yo, fast forward it to 25 minutes and 46 seconds. That's when they started talking sneakers. Okay. Man, thank you very much. I... <laughs> you can't win, man. But I like this, man. You guys are doing a good job. I really enjoyed the one last week with James from, uh, uh, from Texas. James, he made – and I brought it up on the podcast. He made such a good point about the Sean Weatherspoon sneaker about – how? Because you know when Skate was on our show, he explained how he was a part of the collaboration process of that. And then now that that group of collaborators aren't with it, all this Adidas stuff has been pretty whack. And I was like, "Ooh, that's a good point." <laughs> like, it, that was a really good point, and because it shows the collaboration of like more than one person. Like, you can be as creative as creative as you want, but the influence of others around you really matter. Like, it matters.
1: Huh? um he's always on he i have like i have like five or six episodes that haven't even come out yet and <laughs> he's at oh like, really yeah What's we're real behind we're real behind i gotta i got a whole bunch um that i just gotta edit but you know how that is with going in and editing and doing all that. so it's just it's it's a labor of love but you know i'll get to it eventually so sounds good man yeah thanks again for for hopping on um like I said,
0: have to do it again. Of course, anytime, man. Thank you. All right. Goodbye.